This is the Sermon Podcast of Lord of Life Lutheran Church in Columbus, Ohio, where we proclaim God's extravagant grace, radical inclusion, and relentless compassion. Join us for worship Sundays at 8 a.m., 9 a.m., or 11.15 a.m. For more information, please visit our website at www.acceptingall.com. A reading from the Passion of Jesus from the Gospel of Luke. Glory be to you, O Lord. Jesus came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he said to them, pray that you may not come into the time of trial. And then he withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down, prayed, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will but yours be done. When Jesus got up from prayer, he came to the disciples and found them sleeping because of grief. And he said to them, why are you sleeping? Get up and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. And while he was still speaking, suddenly a crowd came, and the one called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them, and he approached Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said, Judas, is it with a kiss that you're betraying the Son of Man? And when those who were around him saw what was coming, they asked, Lord, should we strike with the sword? And then one of them struck the slave of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus said, no more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple police, and the elders who had come for him, have you come out with swords and clubs as if I were a bandit? When I was with you day by day in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this is your hour and the power of darkness. Then they seized him and led him away, bringing him into the high priest's house, But Peter followed at a distance. When they had kindled a fire in the middle of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. A servant girl, seeing him in the firelight, stared at him and said, This man also was with him. But he denied it, saying, A little later, someone else on seeing him said, You also are one of them. But Peter said, And then about an hour later, still another kept insisting, surely this man also was with him, for he's a Galilean. But Peter said, at that moment, while he was still speaking, the cock crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, before the cock crows today, you will deny me three times. And Peter went out, and wept bitterly. Now the men who were holding Jesus began to mock him and beat him. They blindfolded him and kept asking him. They kept heaping insults on him. And when day came, the assembly of the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, gathered together, and they brought him to their council. And they said, He replied, if I tell you, you will not believe. And if I question you, you will not answer. But from now on, the Son of Man will be seated at the right hand of the power of God. And all of them asked. He said to them, you say that I am. And then they said. (laughs) 
So the assembly rose as a body and brought Jesus before Pilate, and they began to accuse him, saying, We found this man perverting our nation, forbidding us to pay tax. Then Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answered, You say so. Then Pilate said to the chief priest and the crowds, I find no basis for an accusation against this man. But they were insistent, and they said, He stirs up the people teaching throughout all Judea. When Pilate heard this, he asked whether the man was a Galilean. And when he learned that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him off to Herod, who was himself in Jerusalem at the time. When Herod saw Jesus, he was very glad, for he'd been wanting to see him for a long time. Because he'd heard about him, he was hoping Jesus would perform some miracle. He questioned him at length, but Jesus gave him no answer. The chief priest, the scribe, stood by vehemently accusing Jesus. Even Herod, with his soldiers, treated him with contempt and mocked him. They put an elegant robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. That same day, Herod and Pilate became friends with each other. Before this, they had been enemies. Pilate then called together the chief priests, the leaders, and the people. And he said to them, You brought me this man as one who was perverting the people. And I have examined him in your presence, have not found this man guilty of any of your charges against him. Neither has Herod, for he sent him back. Indeed, he has done nothing to deserve death. I will therefore have him flogged and release him. And they all shouted out together, Away with this man, release Barabbas for us. Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them again, but they kept shouting. A third time he said to them, Why, what evil has he done? I have found in him no ground for the sins of death. I will have him flogged and then release him. But they kept urgently demanding with loud shouts that he should be crucified. And their voices prevailed. So Pilate gave his verdict that their demand be granted. He released the man they asked for, the one who had been put in prison for rebellion and murder. And he handed Jesus over as they wished. As they led him away, they seized a man, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country. And they laid the cross on him and made him carry it behind Jesus. A great number of the people followed him, and among them were women who were beating their breast and wailing for him. But Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, don't weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For the days are surely coming when they will say, Blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bore and the breasts that never nursed. Then they'll begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us and to the hills, cover us. Because if they do this when the wood is green, what will happen when it's dry? Two others also who were criminals were led away to be put to death with Jesus. When they came to the place that's called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right, one on his left. And then Jesus said, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing, and people stood by watching 
The leader scoffed at Jesus, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he's the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, There was an inscription placed over him. This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding Jesus and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. And the other rebuked him saying, Do you not fear God? Since you're under the same sentence of condemnation, and we indeed have been condemned justly for we're getting what we deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. And then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus replied, truly I tell you today, you will be with me in paradise. It was now about noon. Darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon while the sunlight failed. The curtain of the temple was torn in two. And then Jesus, crying with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. When the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God and said, Certainly this man was innocent. And when all the crowds who had gathered there for this spectacle saw what had taken place, they went home beating their breasts. And all of Jesus' acquaintances, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, just stood at a distance watching these things. Now there was a good and righteous man named Joseph, who, though a member of the council, had not agreed to their plan and action. He came from the Jewish town of Arimathea, and he was waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus, and then he took it down and wrapped it in linen cloth and laid it in a rock-hewn tomb where no one had ever been laid It was the day of preparation. The Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with him from Galilee followed, and they saw the tomb and how his body was laid. And then they returned home and prepared spices and ointments. And on the Sabbath, they rested according to the law. Holy wisdom, holy word. Thanks be to God.